And we're talking about violence here, the, the action of violence, not only the outcome of violence, but even the action of violence. And in, back on, on Pei Zayin, on Pei Ches earlier this week, we learned about the fact that, that when we're talking about Nezikin, it's not only the damages caused, but the act of causing damage in itself can be a problem. And we'll take that further, particularly when it comes to uh, violence directed against oneself. Is one allowed, if, if the action is ugly, not just the outcome, then if you choose to be violent on yourself, can you do that? Can you abuse your body? And if not, why not? The Rambam paskins, Asula Adam Lachbol, Ben Ba'atzmo, Ben Bechaviro. Rambam doesn't say you're not allowed to assault somebody else, nor yourself. He says, Asula Adam Lachbol. The act of assault is Asur. One isn't allowed to, to be violent. One isn't allowed to assault, uh, assault anybody. He doesn't say somebody. Asula Adam Lachbol. And then he says, Ben Batsmo, Ben Bechaviro. It doesn't matter whether you're assaulting yourself or somebody else. It's the action which is forbidden. Where do we get it from? We, we, it says the Rambam, we learn it based on, on the Gemara. We learn it from the fact that if Beisdin is executing corporal punishment, they've got to be very careful not to give one stripe more than the Torah requires. So it's supposed to be Arbaim Malkot. There's, there's supposed to be 40 stripes. We do 39 in case the person will go over, because if you go over one more and you give a person one more than he's guilty of, than he's deserving of getting, then one, that is an Isodoraisa. It's a prohibition of the Torah. You see from there, says the Rambam, this is a criminal. This is somebody who's done something wrong. He's been over in Isodoraisa. He's done something against the Torah. And the result of that is that we have to administer corporal punishment. And nevertheless, you have to be careful not to give him one more, because if you give him one more, you're assaulting him. If you, if you hit somebody undeservedly, somebody who's, who's righteous, who's done nothing wrong, that's certainly not allowed. That's where we learn the Isur. So all the Nezikin we learn from the Gemaras that we've been talking about, talking about. The, the fact that if you damage somebody, you have to pay them. Here the Rambam's talking about something else. There's an Isur between, between us and Hashem. There's an Isur there's an not to be Chayvel. You're not allowed to, the act of Chayvel itself is an Isur Doraisa. The Rambam does not bring where he gets it from that you're not allowed to be chayvel on yourself. The, the example he gives is from, from Bezdin administering Malchus, but that's on somebody else. What about if you want to abuse your own body? Where do you see from that you can't abuse your own body? So that we get from our very Gemorrah. The Gemorrah goes into a whole discussion about the about Rabbi Akiva's view and, and others. Where is the origin of this halacha that one is not permitted to abuse one's own body. Where do we get that from? The Gemara goes through the, the, the whole Gemara is just so interesting and important. And, and then the Gemara comes to its conclusion. It wants to start off saying, you're allowed to tear your clothes at a funeral when, when a close person has died. And that's not called Midarka Emori. We're not allowed to do it in situations where we're imitating the, the pagan rites of, of damaging ourselves or our clothing. I've heard that if a person does kriya, if a person tears their clothes too much, that's an isur. So you have to be careful when the Hebrew Kedisha tears the person's clothes after a, a person has, they've lost a, a, a close one, they have to know how much to tear. You can't just tear and destroy your clothing. That's not the idea. That's baltashchis. You're destroying your property. If you're not allowed to destroy your, your clothing, certainly you can't damage your body. 
Says the Gemara, maybe not. Clothing might be different. And there are two reasons the Gemara gives. The one is that clothing can't be repaired. A, a, a repaired item of clothing is not the same as, an, as one that's never been damaged. But human beings heal. And sometimes when you heal, you're even stronger than you were before you were injured in the first place. So maybe you, maybe you can damage yourself, but you can't damage your clothing. And also we, the Gemara brings, brings examples of um, where Rabbi Yochanan used to call Lamani Mechabduso, he used to call his clothing my, that that honors me. We talked yesterday about image and how image is a tool of amplification, a tool of impact. We use image in order to have impact in the world. And clothing are one of the tools of image that we use to have impact. And Rabbi Yochanan used to call it Mechabduso, these are the things I use for my COVID, this gives me, this gives me presence. And you can't damage something which you use for presence. And the Gemara pu- pushes that aside, and eventually the Gemara comes to the view of Rabbi Loza Kapar, where Rabbi Loza Kapar learns it from Nazir. The Torah calls a Nazir a sinner, says the Gemara, if all he did was he, he suffered the absence from wine. That's all he did. Otherwise, he lived a fairly normal life. And for one month, the Nazir is only for one month. The Nazirite for one month says he won't drink wine. For that, he's called a chote, he's called a sinner. That he deprived himself of wine for a month. If that, if just the discomfort, the self-imposed discomfort of Nazirut is called a chet. And Tosfus talks about the fact, is it really, but Nazirut is a mitzvah after all. It's also a, a positive thing to do. And Tosfus says, yes, but it's... A, there is hate in the positive. Even though you, there's a mitzvah to do it, there is sin in the doing it as well. It's a very interesting Tosfus where he talks about the polarity of, of right and wrong. And the, you've got situations as well where if a person has a bad dream on, on a Friday night, he, he fasts on Shabbos. Are you not allowed to fast on Shabbos? So then you've got to be Meshav Tainisa Latainisa. Tainisa Latainisa. Then you've got to fast again for the sin you did of fasting on Shabbos. Even though fasting on Shabbos for a Tainit Chalom is a mitzvah. But, but in the mitzvah, there's also an avera. You've also abused Shabbos. So you fast. That's the mitzvah. And then you fast again to atone for the avera, for, for the transgression. So you've got such an idea. The same with Nazir. It's both a mitzvah and an avera. In any event, says Rabbi Loza HaKapar, that we see from there that if, if just for denying yourself wine, you're called a chote, abusing your body in other ways, how much worse is that? All of this links up very interestingly to the din that we have in two places, in Parshas Kedoshim and in Parshas Re'eh. You can't tear your skin and you can't put tattoos on your skin. That's what the Emorim used to do. It was a pagan practice. We have it in, in Parshas Re'eh. Banimatem l'ashem l'kechem lotit kododu v'lotasimu kocha b'enechem l'amet. You should not mark the death of a, of a relative by harming your body or, or shaving off all of your hair. That's something that you shouldn't do. Rashi here gives more of a reason for it and says, You're the children of the Rebbeinu Shalom. We learned in the last couple of days, we learned yesterday, how Rabbi Akiva talks about we're all children of Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. Not only are we children of Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, we're children of Hashem, Yitzchak, we're God's children. You should look good. Amazing Rashi. You have an obligation as a Jewish person to be well presented, to be well groomed, to look, to look good. It's back to that image. You can't function in the world and project your, 
your moral authority in the world and project, project your influence in the world. If you, if you look ugly, if you've destroyed your appearance, if a person's not born beautiful, that's, he makes the best of his body and everybody can do a lot to improve their appearance. But there's an importance to, to, to appearance. You should look beautiful. That it's important that you appear, that you present yourself in a way that is uh, effective. And, and, there, and that's why we can't do like the Emorim, because the Emorim don't consider themselves the children of God. So who cares? They can, they can put tattoos on themselves, and they can dress any way they want, or undress any way they want. They can behave any way they want. They don't have that sense that they're part of the royal family. But we are part of the royal family. We're part of Hashem's family, and that imposes certain obligations on the way we present ourselves. Says the tour. In your This is talking about tearing your skin because of a dead a dead person. That's what the Emorim do, in it, and it's a pagan practice. But what about if you're just upset for some other reason? Your business has gone bankrupt, and you and you take a razor and you tear your skin because of that. Is what about that? Says the the tur patur. Says the base Yosef, and this that the tur says. Patur, that means patur, but it's not that patur, but, but you're not allowed to do it. Patur means you're free, you, you won't be punished. That implies you won't be punished, but, but still you're not supposed to do it. No, says the Beis Yosef. When the tour says patur, he means there's nothing wrong with it. If you've had a bad day at, at business and you, and you come back and you tear your skin as a result of that, it, it might not be the, the smartest thing to do, but it's not an issue, says the Beis Yosef. Ramon the Shulchanuch paskins that way. Val tsar acher shari, but on another tsar you're allowed to do it. It's only for a dead person that you're not allowed to damage your your skin in that way, your body in that way. Says the Vilna Gaon. But look at the shach. Says the Vilna Gaon. Just on that Ramon, he says, but look at the shach. What does the shach say? The shach says, look at the bach. The isura miyaika. The bach disagrees with the Beis Yosef. The bach disagrees with the author of the Shulchan Aruch and with the Ramo himself. The bach, although he was later, says, "Afilu al You even on some other thing, you're not allowed to damage yourself. You're not allowed to mutilate yourself for any reason, whatever. Not only for a dead person. And there I bring the, the next source, the bach in Yerushalayim, in where he says that uh, absolutely. Alma di isura ika the Beis Yosef. The cause of the isura namilek. It says the bach. I disagree with the Beis Yosef. It's not like the Beis Yosef, it's not like the Ramor. There isn't, you're not allowed to do it under any circumstances. Says the Sefer Chachinuch. Sefer Chachinuch is this wonderful Sefer on the mitzvahs of the Torah, giving the details of the mitzvah and the reason for every mitzvah. And we don't, we're not sure who wrote it, but we know that it was one of the Rishonim, as you'll see. One of the important Rishonim, probably the Rao. Aval hamit godeid below ta'ana, a person who just scratches himself for no reason, or mitoch kaas, or because he's angry, his house collapsed, or his ship sank, even though that's a terribly ugly thing to be doing. Va'asur, and you're not allowed to do it. This is not the love. You don't get malchus for that. There's no punishment for it. There's no punishment based in for it. So clearly the chinuch is paskani as the Bach does. And although nobody references him. The Bach doesn't reference him. The Vilna Gon doesn't reference him. The Shulchan Aruch doesn't reference him. But the, the Sefer HaChinuch is clearly holding that even for reasons other than a death, you're not allowed to mutilate your own body. And the Sefer HaChinuch writes... What an unbelievable, just, just to hear this one 
statement of the of the chinuch is worth everything. It's worth learning the whole of Bodhikana just to come to this. What does he say? We are not allowed to to experience pain and discomfort with tsar, to feel regret and remorse and unhappiness for anything other than the, the Torah tells us you should. Can't do that. Why not? Because at the end of the day, it's, it's Hashem that's caused this. Hashem's done something. What are you getting upset about? You need a heter to be upset. You need a heter to feel stressed by it. Some terrible thing happens in the world as we're having at the moment and we feel terrible. You need a heter. The halach is as to what, you, what you're allowed to feel and what you're not allowed to feel. Because to get angry and to get upset to the point where you're willing to mutilate yourself because God took something away from you, that's kfiro, that's a denial of God. So we have to be very careful about the emotions we use to express our response to hardship. And only with the death of a close relative as an honor to the relative we're allowed to do it. And we have to do it. It's because of honoring the relative. It's not just as an outlet because you're feeling miserable because you've lost a close relative. No, deal with that. You've lost a close relative. That's the way the world worked and that's what Hashem wanted. So accept what Hashem wanted from you and don't get angry. The only reason you're, we do Kriya, the reason we do these things for a dead person is as honor for the dead person. The Minchas Chinuch goes through this whole piece and brings the Shulchan Aruch and he brings the Ramon and he brings the Bach and he says it's surprising that nobody brings the Sefer Achinuch and therefore he holds like the Sefer Achinuch as the Bach says In understanding the, the Rishonim on this he says what emerges is Rabbi Akiva for example when he lost Rabbi Eliezer he, he, he beat himself up and there's a discussion in Tosfus and in the Rosh, how could he do that with all these Yisurim that we've got? And the Sefer Achinus comes to the, the conclusion, for a spiritual loss, you can hurt yourself. If you, you've forgotten a piece of Gemara, you don't remember what we learned in the Matmonium three days ago, you want to mutilate yourself for that, go ahead and do it. That's worthy of mutilation. But to mutilate yourself because your business went bankrupt, that's what the Rebunishim wanted. The Rebunishim didn't want you to forget the Matmonium. That's your own self. So I understand you get angry. But you, because your business went bankrupt, accept it. That's what Hashem wanted. Because you lost a close relative, that's what Hashem wanted. You, do, you accept that. So a la Torah, you're allowed to mutilate yourself. You're allowed to be violent upon yourself for a spiritual loss, but not for a physical loss. The Chacham Tzvi adds the beautiful thing. The Chacham Tzvi brings the Chacham Tzvi in 17th century Posek that this din that you're not allowed to hurt yourself for reasons other than for, for a dead body, we're still not allowed to do that. He says that the source for it is This is the source. Nobody else brings the source. People struggle. What is the source for that? And that's why the Beis Yosef says that for a dead person to, to mutilate yourself for a loss of a relative, we know that's a Nisra in the Torah. But to mutilate yourself because you went bankrupt, with, where does it say you can't do that? Says the Chacham Tzvi, also, it's not for specific things. That's how Gemara and Bovekamah says the, the Chacham Tzvi. That's the source for it. The Chofetz Chaim, in conclusion, in dealing with the question of whether you're allowed to smoke, in his day, where this was people were beginning to learn the negative impact of, of smoking, he gives a different reason for it. And he says, based on our Gemara, you can't, of course you can't smoke. And why not? At the end of the world, the, the universe, at the end of the day, the universe belongs to Hashem. And Hashem created the universe for Hashem. And Hashem gave everybody the talent that he needed and the energy and the power that he needed to fulfill the Hashem's will in the world. How can the servant allow himself 
to damage that which the Master created and gave him. You belong to the Rebbein Shalom. What right have you to damage yourself? And that's the whole issue with tattooing, and that's the whole issue with, with any form of, of, of self-mutilation, any form of violence against oneself. Apart from the way we started, where the Rambam says, there's an Isser and Chayvel, the act, an act of violence, even raising your fist against another person, is an ugly act. It's something we don't do irrespective of outcome. And therefore, even being violent against oneself is also, says the Rambam, there's no question about that. And the source of it is in our Gemara. But the Chofetz Chaim goes further and says, apart from the, the halachic reasons for that, there's a moral reason for it. And at the end of the day, your body is a tool that Hashem gave you to be able to live your life and serve Hashem and make a difference in the world. To take the tools, if the employee takes the tools you give him, you give your employee a car and he smashes it up. He says, I'm, it's not yours. I gave it to you for a purpose. You give your employee an instrument to use and he messes it up. I've given it to you for a purpose, to do your job. So we've been given our bodies to do our jobs, to do what we need to do in the world. We have to look after our bodies. We have to keep our bodies in good shape. We have to dress and present ourselves in ways that are impactful. And we certainly aren't permitted in any way to degrade ourselves or to abuse ourselves and in any way to damage the kochus which Hashem has given us.